0: It's essentially an appetizer to what you do as a business. Yeah. You're trying to get their attention, get them to understand why they should choose you.
1: Welcome back to the Cultivate Podcast. This is episode seven. For those of you who don't know, my name's Mike. And my name's Paul. And today we're talking about content. So the last episode, we talked about the, the major shifting from, you know, iOS 14, what that meant for us. And we, did, we talked a lot about video, right? Because yeah. video ads crushes yeah. right now and filming a lot of video ads. But today we're focusing on content because if you haven't noticed, social media has slightly taken over the world.
0: Only, only slightly. Only slightly. In the last
1: episode, we talked about in three years ago, it was 70% of people were on Facebook mm-hmm. of the United States. We looked it up in between episodes because we do film these back-to-back, for those of you who don't no, know. Uh, that's why we're in the same place It's clothes. 71.2, something like that. It's real close. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't um, changed much, but... It hasn't mean, changed. But, yeah, I mean, that's still... That's still a lot of people. still a lot of people. And that doesn't include Instagram or TikTok and all the other ones, so mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of people in there. So, but anyway, all that to say is the vast majority of people in your buying demographic is
0: using social media. Yeah, it's it's huge right now, especially like you said, video ads being the thing that crushes. Like, yeah, sure you can have photo ads, you can have, you know, straight text ads, but right now video crushes because you're trying to get someone's attention and what's gonna get their attention? Static image, static text? No. The thing that's gonna catch your attention is, hey, something's moving let me stop and see what that is.
1: Yeah. So, and I think there's an evolution here, right? So like social media is not new. No. It's been around for like, what, six years now? Five, six years? It's, it's been a while. It's been a... I didn't put my computer on Do Not Disturb. It's embarrassing. Shame. 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 Um, <laughs> But social media is not new. It's been around for a while. Uh, and social media as a marketing pillar has been around for a while. Yeah. But I don't think it's ever been as important as it is today. Where like in previous, it's like, yeah, it's important. I want to use it. But now it's like, you have to, to stay relevant. There's no longer a question mark at the end of this.
0: Yeah, and it's it's kind of like touching back on that previous episode where iOS 14 kind of forced a huge shift in marketing. Mm-hmm. It kind of also forced a shift with content. Yeah. Now, because your advertising is so different, the advertising landscape is so different, you also want to stay relevant in people's minds, even more so now with yes. your social content, yeah. with everything too. Like that's an addition. That's not... S- Completely separate, like that's. I yeah. mean, it is completely separate, but you know what I
1: mean. And I, I think, I mean, we say social content, but really, it's brand building. Yeah, you're building a brand at this point. Like you, you're not just a brick and mortar that offers a service. Mm-hmm. Now you're a brick and mortar with an online presence. Yeah, and that online presence isn't a website because nobody willingly goes to your website. They're pushed to your website yeah. through social media, social content, media content, advertising, <laughs> whatever it is. Right, like no one's just like it's not. No longer the days. Hello, words. <laughs> the days are gone when someone's like. I want this service, Google, and Google's like, here you go, silver platter. That that still exists, but more often than not, the industry is like, hey, you want this. Click me, click me, click me, click me, click me, right? Yeah. And and then you have to drive down. Okay, so let's talk about content, right? So this is not advertising. Advertising is a different beast. Go watch the last episode. That's why we talked about advertising. Uh, I know the word gets interchanged a lot, mm-hmm. but we're talking about content, Content is specifically what you create and post to, to, to your again words to your social media. You're struggling, which is free. Yeah, right. It's free. You're not putting ads on this. No, you can you can boost it, but it's mostly free. I didn't go into this. Yeah,
0: it's so you want to have a very large presence on your social page. You want to be posting content. I mean, at minimum, probably once a week, mm-hmm. realistically two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in their feed so much that you drive them nuts and then they hide all your posts yep. or worse unsubscribe from your page. You don't yeah. want to push people away, but you also want to be relevant enough for them that, Hey, I want to do this. Oh, so-and-so has been posting a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. They've really cool. Then that funnel drives them to your website become yeah. a lead, become
1: a member, whatever. Let's get a little nerdy here. So you mentioned that you don't want to post Every day, you want to two to three is kind of like the sweet spot. Yeah, there's a giant asterisk to
0: this, right? Very <laughs> large asterisk to that.
1: So, we primarily deal with local and small business. Mm-hmm. This is why we recommend two to three times per week. Mm-hmm. If you're a gigantic clothing brand or a massive industry wide online only brand, you should probably be posting like 17 times a day. Yeah, like it's obliterated, right? But locally, it's a little different because your audience network is so small. Like, we're mm-hmm. talking 50, 100, maybe 200,000 people towards like metropolitan. Megaplexes. Yeah. Um, those people are, are gonna see your content relatively often. Yes. Which is not always a good thing, right? They, they become numb to it. Um, the point I'm trying to get at though is your content that two to three times per week needs to be really good.
0: Yeah. And this is this is like like he said before, this is content that you are creating and delivering for free to people. Yes. This is not something you're you're monetizing, which you can do. You can monetize your content through the different platforms we're just going to talk about that later. Yeah. Like, so However, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, this is all about, you want to put this content out. You want to be, we use this term frequently within the, the company. You want to be a lighthouse. Yeah. You want to be somebody that is seen in your community as a pillar. This is how you stick around for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Like we work with a lot of businesses that have been around for 10, 15 plus years yeah. because they became a staple in their community.
1: Yeah. Oh, I remember the point. So I got off track. <laughs> <laughs> you know like when you're like saying something and all of a sudden your brain just goes into a different direction Yeah, we're like, just I <laughs> want to go back there. we're all over the place <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't I can't say words here We go. <laughs> Um, I wanted to talk about the algorithm mm-hmm. and why this is important that you're only posting two or three times per week To, to bring it back in on point um Instagram specifically facebook as well mm-hmm. has been well documented over the last year or two that you will only see 20 30 maybe 40 40 I'm struggling today 20 to 40 different pages or people. Mm-hmm. So there's an algorithm. It doesn't matter if you follow 2,000 people. The top 40 or top 25 or whatever the number is now that you engage with are the people you're going to see. Mm-hmm. So you have to be relevant to that small demographic. So if you're have if you scrolling, right, you probably always see the same couple people, couple brands. Yeah, see it all the time. It's by design. Uh, and you don't want to post too often because you're obliterating those people. Again, mm-hmm. the second they stop seeing or they scroll by it, you're no longer on their hot list anymore. Uh, so it's finding that that sweet spot. Talk. Let's talk now about the type of content we recommend and give something a little bit to the, the people
0: out there of why we recommend it. So we do, for our clients, we do a, a number of different content. We do, let's talk specifically about the martial arts industry. Yep. So we do, we call them like training tip videos. These yeah. are short Digestible content. Yeah. It's usually about a very specific topic where you kind of give a broad overview of, say, a technique. It's short. It's the point. It gives people just that little bit of a taste of what mm-hmm. you do and why you know exactly what you're doing. To, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Show yourself as the expert. Yeah, the lighthouse. <laughs> the lighthouse. Yes. circle <laughs> back to lighthouse. <laughs> But this is the kind of content that makes people understand that you are an expert, that you are the person to be trusted. And say, for instance, if you're in a community where you have a whole bunch of other schools that do exactly the same thing that you do, but what if they're not doing social content and you are now you are the expert. So
1: Paul, you're saying that I should create 10 minute videos about why I should do a roundhouse kick or very specific things. No. Oh,
0: can you unpack that? (laughs) So, (laughs) So this this type of content, like I said, is meant to be short, digestible. It's quick. It's not meant to hold the viewer there for long periods of time mm-hmm. because let's face it, people today don't have very long attention spans mm-hmm. when they're viewing content on Facebook. If you're scrolling on your phone and all of a sudden you see something you like, you're going to sit there, you're going to watch it until you're bored and then you scroll. You're Correct. Gone. Yep. You want this to be I mean, for our, for our purposes, we usually go anywhere between a minute, maybe a minute and a half is mm-hmm. kind of pushing it, mm-hmm. but you kind of want to stay closer to that minute mark. You get their attention, you keep them for at least most of the way through the video. Cause realistically, you're not going to keep everybody. And then they either click your link, they follow the page, interact with it in some way, shape or form, or, you know, unfortunately a lot of people will just scroll, scroll off on and by. Gone.
1: Yeah. So it, to kind of get a little into it, we're more or less talking about benefits, yes. right? We're not teaching the specific techniques. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, if you're a hairstylist, if you're a dog trainer, mm-hmm. you're not teaching what it is exactly it is. You're just kind of giving the spark, spark notes yeah. um, and the value of why you want to do it. The point is you're teasing them so they come learn more. They click on the link so they can learn more about
0: your yeah. services. It's, it's essentially an appetizer to what you do as a business. Yeah, You're trying to get their attention get them to understand why they should choose you, mm-hmm. but not giving away the secret sauce, so to speak.
1: Right. So as we're giving away the secret sauce right now, <laughs> we should do those all the time exclusively, right? No.
0: No. So this type of content, while it doesn't perform bad, it performs pretty well if you use it right. In moderation. So we do this for most of most of our clients, we post at least once a week. Sure. So at least two of those posts a month are going to be that type of content. Right. We also do what we call more dynamic content, which Mm -hmm. is, this is more situational scenario-based content. This is where we take a principle of martial arts Mm -hmm. or whatever, or even fitness or dog training or whatever. We do scenario-based stuff where we film even outside or we do something that's more dynamic that gets people's attention fast. Yeah. So
1: to, to connect the dots, right? Like one, the other type of content, the lighthouse stuff would kind of be like you talking to a camera in a very controlled setting. Mm. Uh, and it's a minute, minute and a half. The dynamic content is more like production based, right? Yeah. Like we're trying to make it look real in a real life scenario. So maybe if you're a dog trainer, the lighthouse stuff is showing the benefits of why you want a recall. Mm. right? When you say come, the dog comes. And then for the dynamic stuff, you're in a real world scenario. Maybe you're in a Home Depot or uh, a busy you know, street or something, and you want that recall to be immediate. Mm-hmm. So we're filming it like visual. So it's very dynamic, multiple angles. It grabs a lot of attention. Uh, and we find that does really well.
0: Yeah, it, this is this is the kind of pillar content that we usually post first. Yes. This is your first big post for the month. Yep. Why? Because all of a sudden people are going to see that. You're going to get a lot, of, a lot of interaction from it. These perform really well. Yep. And this is what starts off your month on a high point. Yep. Your Lighthouse content, while it's not going to perform as good as that, it's still going to perform good. It kind of carries you through the month. Sure. And then we also do uh, testimonials. This is a way to kind of close out your month, so to speak. Yep. It's the social proofing that you want that's coming from not you, but it's coming from your students or your clients or your members.
1: Sure. So before we get to the testimonial part, you just said dynamic content does really, really well. And it does better than our lighthouse
0: content. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just do that every week? It would get old real fast. Yep. So the, the reason why it's so good, and we found this with a lot of our clients is the fact that we're only posting it once a month. Yes. So you're getting that really high energy, really, you call it production quality, mm-hmm. but you're not overusing it. Correct. That's, that's the same reason why we don't do the lighthouse stuff all the time is mm-hmm. because if you're overusing this content, it gets stale. It
1: gets stale. It gets stale real fast. Yeah. Um, And not even to mention, like, let's talk about the time involved to create dynamic content, right? Lighthouse stuff, realistically doesn't take too long. Maybe you have to think of a script or what do you want to say? uh, And then to film it, maybe 15, 20 minutes, depending on how many takes you take or longer if you're not good on camera. But dynamic content takes extensive time. Like, this is planning. We're going out into the real world. We might have to, like, film on location. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes a lot more effort. If you're going to do a lot of those, I hope you have a large budget and a lot of time. (laughs) we, nobody does. So, um, okay. Testimonials. So we do a dynamic content. We do lighthouse content in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we do a testimonial
0: because why this is your social proofing. This is the people that are inside your business that love your business, that, uh, think of you as a valued service industry, whatever, whatever it is that you offer. And they can't say enough about you that you were the best thing for them. And they're the people that are going to get other people through your door. Mm-hmm. We find that about like a nice two and a half minute interview with somebody spliced up with some music. Yep, It looks good. This performs really well. And this is that kind of capstone. So you kind of have your, um, dynamic content at the front that starts off really high. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of have a slight dip with the lighthouse stuff still performs really well. Don't get us wrong. And then you finalize it with a testimonial. So you create this bridge to bridge, really good content that looks really good for your brand. Yep.
1: Yeah, and let's tie it back into the algorithm, right? So we said that your your specific page, you're only going to see that twenty five to forty specific brands. Mm-hmm. So the dynamic content's going to make you stop and watch it, like, holy crap, this is really cool. I'm interested in this, but maybe you don't click. You just watch. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden next week, because you watched our content, you're more likely to see our lighthouse content. Mm -hmm. This is nuts and bolts. This shows that you're good at what you do. You're an expert. This is really specific. And now you're like, oh, this is really interesting. Then you get another one of those. You're like, wow, they're really good at what they do. And then all of a sudden you get another one of someone telling you how incredible their experience is and
0: that why you should do it. And you're like, all right, this is it. I click on it. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's, like I said, it's that that piece of finality that keeps you relevant. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And let's be real. What happens when you stop? Yeah. This is why consistency is key. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you you honestly, like you would think we're saying it because we're a marketing company, we want you know your money. Mm-hmm. It's it's not that that's not that fact. If you drop off even a little bit, say yep. you film six months worth of content and you skip two weeks, yep, you're gone. You now have to all that momentum that you took six months to build is obliterated. Yeah. You now have to start from scratch, rebuilding up your audience, rebuilding up those people that are seeing you every single day. Yeah, And this isn't, isn't just all the content we do too. We have user generated content that yep. we can be posting. That's stuff that's being passively generated by your business. Yep. User reviews from Google or Facebook, photos from people that are in your business that are, that are loving it and tagging you and posting about you out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Like this is the stuff that, you wanna be posting all the time.
1: And you're creating brand. And And back to the algorithm part, when you're consistent with it, people are gonna see your content consistently and more often. And those who are engaging with you, it's not just your whoever's enrolled or who you currently do business with, you're also exposed to the people that you don't do business with, yeah. who potentially will do business with you. So you're exposing it to them. But like I said, if you scroll by or you only have that 25 to 40 people, you can quickly drop out of that number for them. Uh, And we saw this with the pandemic, unfortunately, where we had a lot of clients who were really strong in their content game, right? Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit and everyone's like, hold on, I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna stop doing everything I was doing. And a lot of them stopped content, whether they save money or they just closed down their business. But then they restarted on the other side and their watch numbers and their their results were like 25% of what it was before. It's because of the consistency.
0: Yeah, the consistency is the reward. Yes. If you're consistent, Facebook's going to reward you. Why? Because they want people to view your content. They want people to view content. Correct. Viewing content keeps people on their website. Yep. Keeping people on their website makes them money. Yep. So they're going to reward you for putting content out. They're going to reward you for being consistent because that's what they want. But that also helps you as a brand. You're building recognition in not only your community, but say surrounding communities Mm -hmm. that gets your name to be, huh, I want to do this. You're a staple now. You are yep. now a staple in the community, yep. which then helps with your longevity as a business. Now let's talk about it because we got like
1: three minutes left here, but I think it's important to add to this video specifically is the the discussion on quality. Does quality actually matter? Now there's yes. a yes and a no. Yes, right? it does. You know, there's a little bit of a no in there, right? So if you have a smartphone and you are a big personality and you are really good at like, Holding that phone up, talking to it, and really connecting with your audience, my answer is gonna be no. Quality does not
0: matter. Yeah, at that at that point, you are the product. Correct. You are able to engage with the audience. It doesn't matter if you're using your your cell phone, you're talking like this, yep. or even, you know, a, a cheap mirrorless camera that you're talking to. Like you see it all the time. YouTubers do this all the time. Yep. They're talking to a camera, they're sitting there talking to themselves, and it crushes. But it's not because of the quality, it's because of them. Correct. Now that's not to say if you're a small business that you can't start there. Sure. Actually, we recommend it. Yeah, it's true. Because starting with something, even if you can't afford a huge service Mm -hmm. and consistency like that, if you you yourself are creating your own content and you're posting it, you're gaining a following. Yep. You're still doing what we're saying. Yep. But then eventually once you get to a point where you can afford it, you kind of want to level up that quality because that quality also gets more views.
1: Yeah, and it sets you apart. It establishes you as a staple, right? You're no longer that guy in the community. You're that business in the Mm -hmm. community. Um, And we find like that's the difference between really profitable businesses and kind of so-so profitable businesses where if you're a brick and mortar or you're a local business, it's about the business. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. And you need to build a brand associated with it. And if you're going to compete at a brand level with everybody else, it's the quality of your videos and your media that's going to set you apart, not just your service.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about it. How many times have you gone to a website or to a Facebook page to look up a thing you got targeted for as an ad and you're like, huh, this doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you were no longer interested. Yep. I find that I do it. Yep. And I mean, I don't know if that's because I'm biased. I'm in an industry where we're creating high quality material where I'm looking at something going, wow, there's not a lot of time and effort in that. Or if that's necessarily a thing that everybody does. Yeah. Which I think that's kind of the same yeah, way. I'm the same way. Yeah. Where if I go to a website and they, their product looks uh, fabulous, their images look fabulous, their video looks fabulous. I'm kind of more incentivized to buy their product. Yeah. And, and I find it all the time. Yeah. I mean, look at big names like GoPro. Mm-hmm. They make incredible co- content. Incredible. And a lot of it comes from their users.
1: Yeah. We watched a, we read an article the other day, right? So GoPro is one of the few brands that never shows their product in their marketing. Because All they do is show the result.
0: Yeah, because they don't have to. Yep. Their brand is built solely on user-generated content because their camera is meant to be used that way. Yes. So they're creating high-quality content that's coming from the users, or they're even creating high-quality content yep. based around their product. And that's driving more people because you're seeing how many people are using it, how many people are creating this fantastic content with this small little action camera. Mm-hmm. So to sum it up, if you're an individualist, right? You are the product. You're
1: the one that makes the, the brand and the business work. Quality doesn't matter. Keep using your cell phone, make it work. If you're a brand, if you're a business, if you're trying to establish, if you're trying to grow, maybe even the F word, if you're trying to franchise, quality matters. Definitely. Thanks for joining us today. I uh, hope you got something out of that. If you're looking for more information about Seeds Marketing, you can visit our website, seedsmarketing.com, and we'll see you in the next one. Take care.